All the thoughts and ideas you hear on the show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We're just two guys having a good time talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is episode number six of season two of Taste 219. My name is Larry and I'm here as always with Greg. Two nights in a row of recording Tasty 219. How exciting is that? It's filling. Filling? Yeah, it's like two... Like a Twinkie? No, like filling? eating two super substantial meals like that, like two big dinners, like back to back. It's it's something. Oh, get out of town. You, I've seen you put away four meals in one day. That's like one extra than normal. That's not even that crazy. <laughs> anyway. So, so what? before we move on with the show, how do you uh, see us releasing this? Do you think it'll be in a week or do you think we'll do it sooner? Well, the one we did last night's coming up tomorrow at time of recording anyway. Um, Probably just keep it until next week, I think. Okay. Right? All right. I was just curious what your thoughts on that were. Oh, well, okay. Because we have another episode in our hip pocket, almost ready to go to, that we could almost record tomorrow. Okay. All right. Sure. So, all right. Real good. Anyway. Usually at this point, I would say, how is your week? But I'm going to ask you, how is your... Day today? <laughs> um, Pretty mellow. Yeah. yeah, it was mellow. It was nice. I had a good day. Well, you did a lot of work on the show, so uh, I, just, I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I just edited last night's episode, and uh, I have like my templates and stuff made, so it was it's pretty seamless right. and easy. Yeah. And we had uh, someone request a special design of merch, and you got that designed. Uh, I did do that. Yes. And uh, that that was, got done. That, I should uh, I should put that up on the store tonight too. I will. That was cool. And um, you also put up on our Instagram story that we have one week left where you can get 15% off in our merch store. That's also true. Yes. Yeah. So, this week and then it's over. Yeah. You did a lot today. So I appreciate that. And Thanks. then um, we just decided to do another episode today. And um, I got a gift card for Christmas from my sister for Big Time Burgers and Brew in Portage. Yes. And this is the first time that we have reviewed an entity in Portage at all. Um, according to someone I'm texting with currently, it is the only restaurant in Portage that's worth anything. <laughs> oh, I find that hard to believe. There's I do a too. lot of lot of restaurants in Portage. Um, but anyway, um, leading up to this episode, I follow a number of cities and areas, restaurant rants and review pages on Facebook. Sure. And this entity got a mixed bag of reviews. So, okay. yeah, I was looking forward to this episode um, and uh, came away pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Cool. Yeah. So before we go into that, as always, we try a local brewery. Uh, we decided to go back to one of our favorites. Uh, it just happens to be in the parking lot of the business that I work in, in Maryville. It's 
Viking Artisan Ales. Yep, it's uh, not a, a new thing for us. We've been there a ton of times, but we've been there a ton of times because it's awesome and they always have different stuff. Yeah, and uh, they had advertised on their Facebook page that they had put on three uh, blown, blown, not blown, Bone Flower Craft Mead Company mead and their mead wines. Uh, a mead is a honey wine. It's fermented honey, water, and yeast. Um, and they are located in Portage as well. We didn't know we were going to be reviewing something from Portage twice tonight, but that was a nice surprise. Cool. And what did you have? Um, I didn't have a mead. I went there and I got some slushy, fruity, something or the other from 450 because that's what I do. Um, I tried one of the newer Viking beers called... Oh, it's something about the sea. I don't actually remember the name. It's like uh, a, a mango, cherry, orange, maybe something. I, I totally do not remember what it was, but they were both really good. And there was a 450 on the menu called Secret Recipe, and they didn't say what it was. They're like, oh, it's, it's a secret. You can't know what's in it. So I'm like, well, I want to try it. And it was really, really awesome. And I really wish I knew what it was because it was one of the, my favorite 450s I've ever had. I, I have to agree with you on that. When you gave me a copy or, or a taste of that. <laughs> a copy. Well, I, I remember there are two two that look the same at our table at sure. one time. Uh, that's what copy got into my head. But when you gave me a taste of the one that was uh, a surprise, that one was really good. It almost tasted like a mimosa that you would have at a brunch. Sure. It was really good. Cool. So then I did, I was curious because I have never had a mead. So I tried the um, blueberry mead with pecan, blueberry, and cinnamon. And it was funny because you came back to the table with this. Uh, it was really a pretty glass, a wine glass, and it mm-hmm. was a small serving. And you go, and you go um, do you know? why it's such a small serving and i said no why and he goes because it's 14 percent alcohol content <laughs> so the serving has to be smaller or something so yes i'm glad i tried this i won't be afraid to try another mead good because um, i've been trying to get you to you have do some meads for a while because i've always been curious absolutely. i've had some here and there but i've always wanted to know more yeah there's a place here in town right and there's one in Valpo next to Perea where we were last night mm-hmm. called Misbehaving Meads. Um, it was good. It was very rich. You, sure. And it was the consistency almost you could feel the honey in it. Sure. Yeah, so that was good. Um, and then um, to have tonight, I got... A Viking artisan ale. It's a new one. It's a blueberry and lemon zest Berliner. And when I wrote that down, I said, you know, I've been saying Berliner style beer since we've been going to Viking artisan ale because it's almost on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know what that means. So I looked it up. (coughs) Excuse me. And a Berliner is actually a cloudy, sour beer of or around five percent alcohol content so that's good to know huh 
So I'm going to try mine. Um, it's already poured. It's in a glass. It's a beautiful plum color. So here we go. Ooh. That color is cool. I do like it. What do you think about it? Yep, it's good. Um, What's it like? I don't get blueberry or lemon out of it. So What, what do you get out of it? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Okay. I can't describe it, really. Would you like to try it? And Sure. Take a gander. Let me see what I can find in here. Oh, God. Oh, that hurts. I'm old. We're reaching across the whole studio to pass this <laughs> drink. All right, let's see here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It's very good. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it has to do, because this had to settle for a while, they said, because they had to can it while we were there. So I don't know if maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know, but it, it is, it's good for sure. I get, get some type of berry, but I don't know if it's necessarily blueberry. Yeah. You know, it's kind of there now. Yeah. Huh. It's not as uh, pronounced as their other offerings that we've tried on here. Sure, sure. Well, I have a 450, which is a pretty common practice for me. This one is called Slushy Shake. The can has a, uh, a a milkshake and some strawberries and roses and chocolate hearts all over. It's real Valentine'sy looking. Um, it's a smoothie style ah, blah blah smoothie style sour uh, with strawberry vanilla and chocolate milkshake flavor. So let's give it a try. You have me on this one until you say stout. I didn't say stout. I said sour. We had this conversation earlier, too. Mm. This is fantastic. Oh, God, this is really good. You have to try it. Here you go. We're reaching back across the studio. Happens. It's very, very good. It's very good. Yep, it tastes like every 450 North beer. No, it doesn't. It's different. Anyway. All right, so moving on. Um... Like I said, we went to Big Time Burgers and Brew. That's at 2545 Promenade Way. I like saying that word, promenade. <laughs> Suite 3, and that's in Portage, and that's in the Founders Square area of Portage. Mm-hmm. It's those, like, cute, fancy apartment buildings and stuff. They're really cool, actually. Yeah, they are. And uh, a lot of the lower levels have businesses in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, th- yeah, that was neat. Um, the website is www.bigtimeburgersandbrew.com. Their hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10, Sunday, 11 to 9, and they are closed Monday. It's pretty standard restaurant hours. Nothing too crazy. Okay, so we move on to first impressions, settings, and aesthetics, and I'll let you go first tonight. Um, I walk in there and everything is wood. Everything is wood. And I'm like, oh, all right. Everything's wood. I get it. And I'm sitting down and I'm like, damn it. I'm so sick of going to restaurants where everything is wood. And like there's the, the metal around the, like the bottom half of the wall and there's metal on the bar and just all the walls were wood and everything. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm at a burger and beer spot. Like, 
it's appropriate. This is how this is supposed to look. This is fine. So, um, once I kind of uh, got over myself being like just like a cynical jerk, um, it was totally okay. It look, it's very very pretty in there. It looks nice. Yeah, I like the entryway. When we walked in to the right, was a whole wall that was done in that chalkboard paint, and they had all their specials written on there. Sure, sure. It was nice and big and easy to read. And then over, Ooh, shoot. over on the left was a um, painting or a drawing of the state of Indiana, the shape yep, true. on the wall. So it was cool. Um, got to represent the area well. Uh, like you said, there was lots of wood. Um, this is a wood. Yeah. <laughs> That's from one of Larry's favorite TikTok ladies. Shout out Lily Hayes. You're the coolest person in the world, and I love you. Uh, the bar um, where where you pull down the drafts, that was really cool. That was made of like an old beer barrel. Cast. I don't know if it was made of a barrel because it was like huge. Yeah. So I think it might have just been styled to look like a barrel. Yeah. But either way, it looked it looked cool, but yeah. it was it was massive. I don't know if it was an actual barrel. And the TVs all the way around, it kind of it kind of lent itself to a sports bar type thing, but then it didn't. So I was confused by all the TVs on well, the wall. Well, a, a burger in like craft beer place is definitely going to cater to the the sports bar crowd for yeah. sure. So I feel like it's an appropriate thing to have. Yeah. You know. So then we go to the server and service and our server's name was Bruce. Yeah. Um he was also the bartender so he had a little, a little extra, bit going on, yeah, going kind of back and forth. A little extra duties. Um he had some comedy to him every once in a while. He had a, a yeah. zinger or two that was mm-hmm. kind of nice. Um he was one of the most laid back servers we've had, I think. Yeah, he was dressed in shorts and a t-shirt and it was 30 degrees outside. So yeah. that was funny. Um I have that he was adequate. Um now the kitchen helpers, they were great and I felt like they were a great support to him. They were bringing out our food. Oh and, sure. And so pleasant and said, "We hope you enjoy or have a good evening with this mm-hmm. or, or whatever." So, yeah, um the service was pretty good for me. Yeah, I'm about on the same page. He was fine. Like, I can't complain about anything. Everything went smooth. He was cool. He cracked jokes here and there. He was he was very mellow and laid back, which I always like. So, yeah, cool. And then from there, we go to our drinks. Ah, yes. Um, Start with yours, because i got to find my description of okay, mine. Oh, I found no it. No problem. Anytime that a restaurant has something named after them or a dish named after them... I, I tend to try and get that since sure. I figure it's their like signature drink. So uh, I got the big time sangria and I love sangrias. This one was a Cabernet, which is a red. And I usually don't like reds. I usually like whites because they're drier. But I enjoyed this Cabernet. It was nice and dry. It was <coughs> also included brandy, apple cider, apple, pear, pomegranate and cinnamon and it was almost like a mulled wine to me it was so good it reminded me of that one that i had at 219 taproom in chesterton sure remember that was one of the only things that they made there 
it was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. And their Alfredo soup. Right. <laughs> and then did you find your drink? I did. Um, I don't necessarily know why I went with this because. You know why you went with it. Don't say you don't know why you well, went no, with it. Well, no, because it has a whole ass piece of bacon in it. And I'm like, oh, nice. But um, it's called a Big Hog and it's made of uh, Traverse City cherry bourbon. Uh, brown sugar, simple syrup, bitters, orange, and a bacon strip. And I'm like, this sounds cool. It's kind of like a, like a bacon, old-fashioned sort of deal. And it was uh, pretty. It was very pretty, but um, I don't know. Whiskey and bourbon, uh, 80% of the time for me, it's, it's not for me. Um. The other twenty percent of the time, those times do exist. I do, I do like bourbon from time to time. You'll leave that for our guys at two mics in one basement. The bourbon. I like bourbon when I'm there. <laughs> That's probably the twenty percent of the time is when I'm there because also their bourbon game is strong as hell. So when I'm there, I'm drinking really nice bourbon. But I don't. This Traverse City Cherry Bourbon could very well be a good bourbon. I'm not terribly well versed in bourbon. Um, could you taste the cherry? No, I could only taste bourbon. <laughs> um, I took a sip of it and I was like, "Oh, this tastes like, this tastes like bourbon." Um, I'm gonna eat this bacon, and half the bacon bacon was soaked in bourbon, and so that just tasted like crispy bourbon, which, uh, out loud, is gross. But uh, the drink itself was very pretty. Um, it was it was good. Uh, I definitely had to order a coke to kind of chase this cocktail with because I have a hard time drinking bourbon um so right after i ordered it again my head I was like damn it you're not gonna like this why are you doing it look it's got bacon in it. it's gonna look cool i'm doing it for the picture it did look cool i legitimately ordered it for the picture ah oh, geez that's ridiculous <laughs> but uh that's that's how that happened <laughs> okay and then we um decided on the app and a lot of times we don't agree on what what we're going to get for an appetizer but i felt like this one is one we settled on pretty darn quick sure and uh you want to talk about it sure um we got philly cheesesteak egg rolls which isn't the first time i think we've had this it's not like i mean it's a pretty different thing but it's still a pretty common thing on a lot of menus it's not too wild of a concept um yeah but it's just like philly cheesesteak stuff grilled onions peppers soy roasted beef mozzarella um, pepper and pepper jack just deep fried in an egg roll um and they were very good it wasn't skimpy on the meat by any means. no there, it was it was hefty as far as the meat goes they did a good job of packing it um it wasn't anything spectacular but it was still very good the cheese that uh it came to dip in was like this zesty kind of creamy cheese dip of some sort uh and it was awesome I'm yeah. I'm gonna to totally disagree with you on this. I it wasn't just so so. It was most excellent. Um, and we talked about this at dinner. Um, people in the region here don't get a full Philly cheesesteak. A Philly cheesesteak here, you get that mozzarella or provolone cheese. Right. But if you go to Philly, you get this like cheese whiz sauce it's that bright yellow and it's real creamy and they just ladle it with a soup ladle and throw that over the meat that's um, awesome <laughs> that's what that cheese dip reminded me of okay it was so good i was 
finishing it you with were eating my it with fingers. your fingers it's disgusting i was i didn't want that to go to waste it was so delicious no and then at the end like you want to do this for your fries and i was like no i didn't know that it was like a, a thing for you you were into it i was into that it was most delicious uh, it, it was pretty yeah it was it was plated well it looked nice yeah and uh then from there we decided well i'm gonna say i decided and you went along with it um I wanted to try their smoked tri-tip chili. Sure. So we got one of those to share, and we brought a lot of that home because we pretty basically just wanted to try it. It was and, good, though. And that, Yeah, it was pretty, too. It was um, a pretty chili. It, it had was, a drizzle on it. Shout out Stavi. It was topped with cheddar cheese, sour cream, and green onions. Yeah, I mean, it was like a pretty straight-up chili. Like It was a good-sized serving, though. It was. It was a very good-sized serving, and... um. To me, it had this really sweet tomato flavor at the beginning, and then it ended with this tolerable heat that I could, I could. It was a smoky heat. Yeah, something that it ended -hmm. ended with. And like, it was um nothing about it was like super spectacular. Like it really wasn't a chili to write home about by any means. But it was a really good solid chili. Like if I ordered chili anywhere and that's what came out, I'd be like, oh, sick. This is good. Yeah. I love chili. Yeah. And from there, we go on to our entrees, and I'll let you go first. Uh, I went first for the last two. You go first for the entree. Okay. Um, I decided on the patty melt, and this patty melt had two types of cheeses. It had cheddar and Swiss cheeses, and it had stout caramelized onions, Russian dressing, and a grilled marble rye. Looked real cool. It was cool. Um, the beef patties, it was almost like a huge, thick hamburger. It was it was flavored well. It tasted great. It was a good patty melt. Nice. It did look good. And uh, you had a, with your side, you had a, a big thing with your side there. Yeah, that comes under the next category of sides. So. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Um. <laughs> My entree was the farmhouse burger. Um, I initially didn't want to get it just because fried eggs on a burger, it's like super old news. I'm like, okay, people have been putting fried eggs on burgers for a super long time. This isn't that exciting to me. And I kept trying to talk myself out of it. And I had something else in mind. And then when he came up to ask what I wanted, it just poured out of my mouth. And I was like, ah, damn it. I don't want that. But I got it anyway. And, And this burger was highly recommended by one of my old co-workers linda miller out of valpo and she's a big fan of big time burgers and brew cool yeah so but uh the burger itself is uh this their house mayo uh cherry wood smoked bacon cheddar cheese rustic uh leaf lettuce beefsteak tomato and they were like substantial sizes of tomato like they were big big slices of tomato uh an over easy fried egg which was it was not remotely over easy it was just a fried egg um, beer battered onion rings on a brioche bun. It was, there was three onion rings on this burger. When this burger came out, it was literally a foot tall. Maybe not a foot, but it was like nine inches tall. It was insane. Um, and those onion rings, I'm not a, an onion ring person, really. I mean, I, I'm, they're fine. I'm not crazy about them. I never really order them. But these onion rings were fantastic. Best onion rings I've had in my 57 years of being on this earth. Absolutely. Um, In my family, 
Uh, we always reminisce about the onion rings from Hannon's root beer stand back in the day at the corner of 2 and 30 in Valpo. They had good onion rings, the, one, the kind that you bite into them and the whole onion pulls out and then you're left with the breading. Yeah, these were, these were so much better. It, they were thick, but the breading wasn't overbread. It wasn't overbreaded at all. It was a nice light breading. Uh, yeah, these were so it good. It was a light breading, and it, but it was still really crispy. Yeah. It, it almost, we like call back to what, I think two episodes ago, it reminded me of like a tempura breading. Yeah, but you could tell it wasn't tempura. And no, it wasn't, but yeah. it, it had a really similar crust yeah. to it. Yeah. It's very good. It was very good, and I appreciated that you shared those. Well, there with was me. three, and they were giant. Yeah. They were giant. That burger was, uh, it was tough to eat um, because it was so huge. I made it a handful of bites, and I'm slowly coming around to having fried eggs on stuff. Like, there's a, there's a couple tacos that I like that have fried eggs on them, and I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. Um, but... This was definitely a fork and knife burger. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I had to take the fried egg off after a while. I can't wait for you, the listeners, to see this picture. It was just stunning when it came out. It's it's a huge freaking burger. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. So then um, I'm going to talk about my sides. Um, first of all, all of their burgers come out with their house-made pickles. Oh, yeah, and they're awesome. They were awesome. They had a little zesty heat to them. Um, uh, Costco uh, has a jar of these zesty pickles that I pick up every once in a while, and my mom just loves them. So, um, yeah, they they reminded me of those. And then uh, I had the best best thing that I had today was my side, and it was those sweet potato wedges. They were ridiculously awesome. They were served with a roasted garlic and maple aioli. Now, I'm going to try and describe these sweet potato wedges to you. Because usually when you think of sweet potato wedges, they come out dry and they're real like hard on the outside and hard on the inside. These were almost if you took a baked sweet potato out of the oven and you quartered or ate them, that inside of them were so soft and sweet and just like out of the oven that you baked them. And it had a light, light coating of a batter on the outside that was enough to make it into a wedge. Oh my God, I can't tell you how great these sweet potatoes were. They were divine now i will say i think the aioli that they serve these with needs to be reworked it was too thick and it didn't have any of the maple flavor in it that they espoused on the menu so i think they need to rework that and uh, i ended up eating my potato wedges uh, without that and they were still sweet and delicious i absolutely loved them Cool. Uh, I had uh, truffle Parmesan fries, which is uh, another thing that's not exciting or new, really. It's it's uh, it's an option pretty much anywhere anymore. 
um, but they're good, so why not get them? Like, if you can get those over regular fries, screw it, get them. They're, they're better than regular fries. So I got those, and they were awesome. Um, I love skin still being on my potato, regardless of how it's made. I like skin chunks of skin on my mashed potatoes. I like skin on all potatoes. It's great. Um, they had a fair amount of skin on them. The, the truffled garlic, everything on them. It was good. Uh, nothing was overpowering. They were just so- solid, good truffle parm fries. Now, it, your aioli was perfect for me. My aioli actually wasn't an aioli, which was huge for me because um, in recent weeks, when I look at a menu, I'm super tired of seeing the word aioli in everything. It's a, It's... I get it. It's useful. It's cool. It's simple to make. You can do a lot of neat stuff with it. I'm just really burnt out on aioli, aioli, aioli all the time. Anyway, mine came with a, uh, a roasted garlic crema, and it was awesome. It was very light and creamy and garlicky. It was exactly what it said it was, but it was delicious. Mm, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that. Cool. Um, so we want to talk real quickly about uh, presentation. Sure. And then any other notes that you have before we go to break and try our dessert. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, presentation. I thought everything actually was really pretty. Um, my burger being so ridiculously tall was cool because I know that like that probably took some effort to get leveled out like that. And there was a big steak knife through the middle that like hold it up like a support beam type of deal. And it was probably necessary because that burger was taller than me and it weighed 40 pounds. It was yeah. insane. The look of that uh, steak knife sticking out of the burger, it, just, it was just something to behold. Um, I noticed that everything was served in aluminum pans and it was lined with that butcher paper. Sure. Um, that was cool. Um, I have... Um, In my notes about the sangria and the presentation of that, sangria to me always has chunks of fruit. Sure. I had zero fruit in the sangria. I think the fruit that's listed on the menu is like like pureed together and kind of mixed in with everything else. Yeah. But I still think visually you need to see chunks of fruit. Was there like a slice of orange on the rim or something? Nothing. There was nothing. It was, remember, because you said, do you want me to take a picture of it? And I said, no, it's not really anything outstanding to look at. That's, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So The color was great. And the color the t- was the same as your beer, actually. It, it, yeah, it was. And it tasted pretty similar because it had the cinnamon in it, too. And it was, it tasted good. I just would like to have some chunks of fruit. Um, and, and in my other notes, uh, uh, I... I'm surprised when he said that they had been open three years this month. I didn't think they had been around that long. So that was a surprise to me. And then I have a a note in here uh, for you about the music. They played a bunch of weird, eclectic things. Like I say eclectic, like it was a bunch of different type of stuff. They were playing like early Linkin Park, they were playing Oasis, they were playing uh, they played a Kid Cudi song they played Dashboard Confessional, they played a bunch of just really cool stuff it was neat, I like it, it, it wasn't very loud, I actually could have been into it being a little louder because they played a lot of cool stuff in there 
I have that listed on the back side about the music being too low. Sure. I mean, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I stand by that. Yeah. So I think this is a good time to take a break. Okay. And we we got a chocolate cheesecake with an Oreo crust for dessert, but we had to bring it home because we were kind of stuffed. So we're going to try that, and then we'll come back and finish this episode of Tasty 219. All right. See you on the flip side. Okay, we had dessert. That piece of cheesecake was big enough for four people. Yeah, this place gives you a ton of food. Yeah, we could have had that last night with uh, Stavi and Taylor. and uh, All four of us could have had that and been fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, the flavor was good. Um, the consistency for me was off for a cheesecake. Um, it was more of like a mousse, like you said. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it was okay. Um, it, the portion could have been a lot smaller. And uh, I like the Oreo cookie crust, but it was really, really thick. Um, I don't believe in anyone ever saying a portion of cheesecake could be smaller. Like, why would you ever want less cheesecake? That's crazy. <laughs> but um, I thought it was great. I loved it. The flavor was awesome. It was chocolatey and cheesecakey. It was super light and it was gooey. It was definitely more moussey than cheesecakey, yeah. which is totally fine by me. But the crust was very thick and a little hard to get through. Yeah, but it was it, good though. It tasted it was awesome, exactly like an Oreo. So that was great. But yeah, so we're going to turn over to the flip side now, and uh, we're going to our scoring portion of the show. And for those of you who have been with us, you know how this goes. Uh, for those of you that are new to listening to us, we're glad you're with us. Um, uh, we have four scores of five in different categories, and the last category of quality and taste, we score out of ten. Because that's pretty much what we're here for to correct critique the quality and taste. So, without further ado, the first category is ambiance, setting, and mood. I will go first. To me, it was trendy and hip. It's in that new Founder Square area of Portage. Sure. Um, they have a lot of good things going on there. Uh, there was a a pizza and what kind of place? Pizza and work? beer something. Yeah. I bet you if you walk in there, everything is wood. Yeah. Guarantee I, it. I, I believe everything on the bottom floors was commercial. And then the upper stories of these buildings were uh, residential apartments or condos <coughs> or something of that sort. Yes. Uh, yes, Larry, you said lots of wood. I have that in my notes as well. Lots of wood. Lots of wood. And I would have liked the music to be a bit louder. Uh, it was hard to make out what they were playing. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Uh, my score for ambiance setting a mood is a four for big time burgers and brew. Um, If it wasn't a burger and beer place, my ambiance score would be decently low. That's a good point, and uh, I'm going to inter interrupt you for a minute. Uh, when, before we went in here, remember I said, I don't know if my scoring sheet's going to work on a burger place, because I feel like, you know, you don't have all the components that we evaluate on. But we I felt here. like, yeah, I felt like we did here, and it worked out all right. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you go back on to your ambiance setting and move, oh. but that just jumped into my Oh, head. sure. 
if it wasn't a burger and beer place, I would have given them like a two just because it's, it's everything's wood and metal and it's, it's boring and it's tired and it, you've seen it so many times, but it's a burger and beer place and it works and it's appropriate. So I'm going to go three and a half. Okay. I get that. Cool. So then we go to our next category, which is value. Um, I don't think it was overpriced at all. I thought everything was decently like appropriate because the portions are massive. Um, they use quality stuff in their food. So I, I think it's good. I'm going to go four for this. I also gave them four. I have the same thing you said. Servings were a good size. We had plenty of things to take home. But I'm going to disagree with you here. And I'm going to say um, that it might be pricey for some people. Uh, $16, $17, $18 for a, a sandwich or a burger. And, sure. And, and that. Uh, I think a lot of people may take a double look. But I would strongly suggest that you get past that and try one of their burgers or sandwiches first and then you can revisit that because i think when someone sees a 16 dollars burger they're like what i'm like well yeah you're not at like you know burger king you're at a a place that like does burgers in a cool way like it's it's a thing yeah you know i get it yeah and typically for me i'm not a big go out and get a burger type person. Oh, I am. I'd rather like make one in the backyard and put on the toppings that you want and that sure. type of thing. But I, I did enjoy this. Like I said, I had the patty melt, but it was different than a patty melt you would get at a diner or something. It was pretty substantial and a thick size oh, yeah. patty. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Cool. I'm not sure if I said what my value was, but my value score is a four as well. Nice. And then we moved on to service. And uh, like we said before, Bruce was our server. Um, He was adequate and welcoming and uh, informative and responsive to my questions. Um, The service staff were exceptional. Uh, They were great at bringing out the food and being friendly and and telling you to enjoy their food and um, asking if you need boxes, that type of thing. So for service for me, it's a four as well. Same, and pretty much everything you said, I'm going to say. So yeah, four for service as well for me. (laughs) Do you want to talk about that that, that human being that you thought was 11 years old? (laughs) Yes, I do. Oh my God. So the... Kid at the host stand. I'm not saying kid like it was a high school kid. Like this kid was like literally 12 years old. I think he was older than you thought. He he was more well put together than a 10 or 11 year old. He was just kids a small, these days wear really cool stuff. Though. I think he was a small small 16 year old. Maybe maybe that's the case. And if so, my bad man. I'm sorry. But uh, but he was most pleasant too. You know? He was super super yeah. nice. Like yeah. he. Came to our table for something. I forget what it was. Yeah, our food had just come out, and he was there like two seconds later and goes, do you guys need any boxes? I said, well, actually, our food just came out. And he started laughing. He goes, oh, my bad. Oh. (laughs) And then he came back later for something else, too. Yeah, so we were served very well. Oh, definitely. But, yeah, I'm I'm doing a – I think I said I I did a four for 
for service, just like, and you had all the same points. Right. Um, and then we move on to presentation. Uh, I'm going to go four here again. I feel like we give out fours all the time, but it's, it's appropriate. Now the food looked really nice. Um, I'm not going five just because like, just like I said last week, nothing was crazy, like spectacular looking or anything. Nothing really blew me away, but it all looked really nice. Um, my burger had a ton of stuff on it and it was really tall, but you could see everything from like the side. It was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm giving them a four, although I have two negatives to bring up. Okay. Uh, The first is a positive though. Your burger was so impressive looking with that knife sticking out of the top of it. I just can't explain it. The only time I've ever seen anything like this, and I forget the name of the restaurant, and it's over in um, Elkhart or Mishawaka. My mom took me there for my birthday one year, and it they had a literal sword was coming out. Oh, um, shoot. I know this place, yeah. Yeah, I and I always that's cool, forget, man. I always forget the name of it, but yeah, that's the only other place that I've seen something presented like this, and it was good. Now for my two negatives on presentation. The first I've talked about, and that was the sangria with no fruit in it. Okay. And the the second is my burger was way underdone. It wasn't cooked well, like I asked. There was a lot of pink in it. However. The taste of that burger was so good, it made up for that. I just didn't look at it while I was eating it. Sure. So my score for presentation is a four. Okay. Not bad. And did you already give yours? I did. Okay. I also said four. All right. I have a lot of fours That's on, my, okay. on my score sheet, so I'm getting a little off track. So then we're on to the big quality and taste. Here is where I think... Big time burgers and brew excelled. Okay. They've had the best onion rings and the best sweet potato fries that I have ever had. Period. There's no discussion on it. Um, I'll say that to anyone who asked me about this place. I thoroughly enjoyed both of those. Cool. Also, that cheese dip that the Philly steak egg rolls were served with. I enjoyed that off of my fingers, and I was twirling it in the cup to get every last bit of it. It was that delicious. So for quality and taste for me, for big time burgers and brew, it's a nine. Okay. Uh, I went eight. Um. Nothing was the best I've had of any of it, for sure, but it was all good. I didn't dislike anything I had. Um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. No, nothing was spectacular, but it was all very good. I would go there again, for sure, anytime. If I was with someone like the pitch, like, you want to go to this place? Like, oh, yeah, the place is good. Let's go yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Um so wrapping up, my total points for Big Time Burgers and Brew in Portage, Indiana is a 25, and I divide that by 6, and I get a score of 4.2. Uh, mine is a 23.5. When I divide that by 6, I get a 3.9. So pretty, pretty close to each other. Yeah. Um, 
I enjoyed it more. And I guess my only la- last thing to say about it is, is that point. If you're looking at the menu before you go there and you see the prices of their burgers being 16, 17, 18, please, please, please try them. I think you'll get your money's value out of True. your burgers there. And those, those people... I mean, uh, who are going to be like off put by a $16, $17 burger. They've been to Chili's and Red Robin. That's how much burgers are there. Like this isn't new. Like a, a burger has a bunch of like thought and stuff and like creativity put into it. It's worth it. You're getting a lot of food. It's, well, I think I think the ma- main point to this is it's not a chain burger yeah so they can probably get away with charging maybe a little more if they wanted to yeah Um, yeah yeah i just i just feel like some people are going to be put off by that price tag but like i said try to push through that and taste their burgers before you make that call cool i'll agree with that so we've had two good back-to-back episodes of our podcast like i said we have a third one in our back pocket it's going to be something totally different it's going to, as you recall in our trailer, we, we say all those tasty things. We're going to go to all those tasty things part of our, our trailer at the beginning of our uh, podcast um, and try something different. I'm excited to share it with you. Actually, Larry saw the product and uh, uh, we're going to taste test. I didn't think you were going to be this into it. I just saw it and I'm like, oh, he would think this is cool. Oh, I th- I think it's really cool. I, I love the story behind it. I, uh, I, fo- I follow them personally on Facebook and um, so I'm excited to tell you more about it and I'm sure Larry's going to be excited to try the different things. You know <laughs> way more about this situation than I do, but uh, we're going to eat a bunch of stuff. And, yeah, I'm very much on board with that part. Yeah, so we're excited to explore the other avenue of Tasty 219 and bring you a tasty thing rather than a restaurant review. Cool. So thank you for listening to this episode of Tasty 219. We're glad you're along for the ride. Uh, Shoot us up with any questions, suggestions of places to visit, um, anything you want to share with us. We look forward to hearing from you. Tell me what your favorite coffee place is while you do that, because I want to know what y'all think. It has nothing, no relevance to anything right now, but I just, I'm curious to know what everyone's favorite coffee spot around here is. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a great question. I would, we'll, we'll do a, a coffee-based episode well, sooner or later. Well, that's in our back pocket, too. We got that. Yeah, true. Um, I'm also worried about that one, because we're going to go do it, and I'm going to drink a ton of coffee and lose my mind, and it's going to be awesome. I've seen you drink lots of coffee before. You'll be fine. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll see where we go if we wait till next week um, to release this episode or if we decide to release it early since we're going to have another one in our back pocket. We'll, we'll just have to play it by ear. But uh, uh, keep in contact with us on our socials and our website and... Um, Like I said, have a good week, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, y'all. Take her easy. Bye.